Hey, this is You've Heard My Stories, the podcast that covers a wide range of topics from lighthearted, silly stories to in-depth conversation. We are your hosts, Kara and Dana. And yeah, so how have you been, Dana? I've been pretty good. Good. I've been good, too. Sweet. <laughs> now I'm going to wait for you to ask. <laughs> All right. Did you want to just like dive in? Yeah, sure. All right. All right. So basically the topic we're covering today is shows, music, pretty much anything, um, comparing anything from like back then to now and how every generation says theirs was the best and um, kind of looking at how things have evolved. All right. So I'm just going to come in with a come in hot. Um, I don't think the stuff we grew up on was great at all. Um, you know, I'd like try to be nostalgic for like a lot of things, but like when you look back, it's really just like cringy. True. True. Yeah. For quite a bit of it. Um, I will say now the quality of like a lot of stuff from like graphics to stories, um, is a lot better. It goes a lot more in depth. It includes a whole lot more people. Um, however, I will say certain remakes um i'm going to use like a cartoon example they changed the graphics and it's just it's a no <laughs> like sometimes i see it and that but like or well what top uh cartoon are you talking about um one that kind of turned me off was like teen titans compared to like teen titans go Oh, I mean, I feel like that's comparing an apple and an orange. Like, they're both fruit, but one is significantly better. <laughs> I haven't actually watched a full episode of Teen Titans Go. I, like, saw a couple seconds of it, saw the graphics, and for whatever reason, the graphics just, like, it It threw me off to the point where I was like, I'm, I'm not watching this. Yeah, I mean... I feel like I've watched bits and pieces of Teen Titans Go before, and it feels kind of like a dumbed-down version. Like, they still have the same voice actors and still the same concept that they live in a giant tea. But it's, like, I feel like kind of, like, dumbed-down for, like, younger kids. Like, regular Teen Titans was for, like, tweens, and I feel like Teen Titans Go is for, like, children. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I mean, I feel like it's so hard to be, like, the graphics are really not as good as they used to be just because I feel like there's so many different types of cartoons out there right now. And, like, just the whole medium has really opened up um, from just being regular hand-drawn cartoons and now you have all different types and all different methods and all that. So, like, it's really... It'd be kind of hard to like our graphics were a lot better back in the day than it is now just because it again they're very a change in technology i guess true um my only gripe was like uh, how do i put this it was changed so much that it threw me off and that was about it but Graphics have definitely gotten better, but what else? So, in your opinion, what was, like, the best cartoon back in the day compared to what do you think was a good cartoon now? Oh, 
There were so many that were good um, way back when. Um, I say that as if we're like that old and we're not. Um, Static Shock was really good. And it dealt with like quite a few issues that like really needed to be dealt with. Also, it would it dealt with some issues that are like still relevant today. Um, as for a good cartoon today, I'm going to preface this with most of the cartoons that I watch are like mostly like aimed at adults mm-hmm. just because of like how like violent it can get. One that I watched recently was like Blood of Zeus on Netflix. Really good. It like it immediately like sucked you in. Yeah. Um, I mean it's kind of hard for me to like compare because I haven't really rewatched cartoons from my youth and I don't know like I'm trying to like think back to like adult cartoons like on Adult Swim and I feel like a lot of that was kind of I don't, I don't even know like still I have not gone back to watch it but like I've been watching Infinity Train lately on HBO Max and it's was created as like a kid's cartoon, but deals with like those heavy topics, uh, not like heavy topics, but like, I don't know, I really appreciate when like people make cartoons that are for a younger audience, but also adults can also enjoy it because like the themes are really, you know, they're, they're not dumbing down stuff. Like they're talking about like, they're talking about um, changes in your life and like how they can be scary and all that. I feel like a lot of cartoons that were like on air back then, it had that like a that appeal to like that young audience. But like you said, it like it was made to also be accessible to older people. Mm-hmm. And like oh, like someone like or it could be just it could just be like oh that was like really good how sorry <laughs> oh that like could be like really good like how they did this. And, like, I really appreciate this. Do we want to stay on the topic of, like, cartoons? Well, I mean, I feel like you brought a very broad topic of, like, how things change. I think we can, like, pull it back from cartoons and do, like, the broad topic again. Like, like you said, I feel like now there's, like, a lot more diversity. There are a lot more, like, TV shows and, like, movies that are, like, using a lot more storylines. Like, growing up, I would have never, like, seen, like, someone who's, like part of the LGBT, uh, LGBTQ community on TV, unless it's like a, I'm like thinking back to Degrassi and they had like one character that was LGBTQ community. And like, that's really like, it was really appreciative, but like in a real high school, there was more than like one person that was gay. Yeah. Like, I feel like the older we got, the more times changed, it got like less restrictive and like a lot more open and inclusive and I I love that I mean I still feel like we have a lot of way to go still um the Oscars were last weekend and this is the second time a woman in the whole history of the Oscars won best director and first time that it was a woman of color or part of the um yeah I don't know like I had to like google like is this really like the second woman in like the 93 years that they've done it like yeah 
Um, personally, I avoid award shows, but hearing that, it's like shocking, but at the same time, it's like, we finally got to this point. Finally. Yeah, it only took 93 years. Right? Like, it should not have taken that long. No, it shouldn't have, but, you know, I'm glad I'm here to see it. Yeah, I think just as a society, we're trying to open up more and be like, realize that like, oh, you know what? It might be interesting to do a story about someone who isn't just like a white person, a straight person, a white cis man person. Yeah. I'm sick of those stories, <laughs> honestly. Like, like we've, we've seen it time and time again. Like, yeah. Give us, give us something else. Like, um... Show us more, like, aspects of society. Exactly, exactly. Even with storylines about women in general, I feel like that's also, like, opened up not just doing the rom-coms. Like, I appreciate a good rom-com. Like, I need them to get through life sometimes. Like, when I'm feeling down, I'll put on When Harry Met Sally and just be like, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, like, crying. No, I'm not crying. (laughs) But, like... I like that we're doing more stories um, about, like, female empowerment that isn't just, like, a revenge story, I guess. Yeah. Music? Music? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I feel like someone has said this before to me, that our generation doesn't really have a defined music genre. Like, when you think of 70s, like, you'll think of, like, disco, or the 80s, you'll think of, like, the really poppy music, or, like, the hair bands and stuff like that but like I don't know like I I don't really listen to the radio too much unless I'm like in the shower or like driving but like I feel like even like access to music is like really I think maybe that's why there isn't really a defined thing that if we hear something like oh you know what I like someone who's a little bit more folky you can just go on Spotify and look up playlists that have like folk music on it yeah access to music is definitely yeah it's like definitely like changed like Mm -hmm. don't just have to rely on the radio thank god because <laughs> hearing the same songs same like what six songs within rotation for like, like two hours straight got annoying fast oh yeah we can finally hear like what is specifically mm-hmm. like what we want and not have to like switch between like presets yeah i mean i feel like radio stations they kind of they have like a set regulations on like what they can play and all that. Um, so it's kind of harder. Like that's why we hear like the same three songs on repeat. Cause if they're like in like the top 40, um, people are expecting to hear it and like advertisers are expecting to hear it. And you think that's what people want, but like then I hear memories by Maroon 5 literally like, three times in a morning. I don't even listen to the radio. And it just wears on you a little bit. Yeah. At this point, I'm like, I just turn my Bluetooth on and listen to my playlist whenever I'm like in the car. Like, um, I don't think I've touched the radio in, I think it's been well over a year, maybe two years. Really? Really. Wow. (laughs) Most of like the new songs that I add to my playlist are either songs I've heard at work or suggested the Discovery Week, Discover Weekly, like playlist Spotify has, or just like if like an artist, maybe they've been around for a while, but like this is the first time like 
hearing of them or hearing their stuff, and I'm just like, oh, let me um, let me see what else they have. That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. But I guess in terms of like comparing music like then and now, I feel like it's just gotten so saturated, at least with like mainstream music of like specific topics like sex, drugs. I mean, hasn't music really always been like about the same stuff though? True, but it's like it's a lot more overt, which I'm not exactly mad at because it's like. You can be more expressive and not be as restricted, but at the same time, I, I'd like a bit more variation in terms of, like, topics. I don't want to have to, like, try, and I don't want to have to, like, consistently have to go looking for songs that are, like, about something else. But at the same time, like, it, some of those songs that, like, I just like, I have, mind you, my playlist has quite a bit of them. And they are fun to, like, dance to. Mm-hmm. But I've gotten, like, really good at just, like, tooting out lyrics and just, like, focusing more on, like, the beat and the melody mm. than I have, like... I feel like we have two different playlists going. Because <laughs> you're over there saying, like, everything's so overtly sexual. I'm, like, trying to think about my music. I'm, like, mm, I mean, I don't think so. <laughs> I think we're listening to two different things. <laughs> yep, probably. <laughs> I mean, I feel like music, like, we don't really have, like, a defined sound. Like, like even Sven and here are two really good friends, and we both have, like, very different tastes in music. True. But, yeah, what else do you think has changed? Uh, I think even, like, the media, how they, like, report on things. Have you seen the Britney Spears documentary no, that everyone no. talked about? Wow. Um, so, basically, it was just examining how the media was just like attacking Britney and it really uh, do you have TikTok? No I don't. Oh you gotta get TikTok. Um <laughs> on TikTok there are people who are like they're showing like old media stories of like how they would talk about women and uh one person was talking about oh yeah the media was just attacking like Jessica Simpson for her fat phase and like they were saying she was so disgustingly fat and do you know what size she was at the time? I'm going to guess around, like, maybe a size four or something like you'd consider small. Yep, it was a four. <laughs> and it's just like, wow. It's like one of those moments where I'm like, wow, I realize this is where my low self-esteem comes from. It's because I grew up with media being like, oh, look at Jessica Simpson being fat when she's a size four. Like, wow. Um, yeah. And, like, I feel like there's a lot more accountability. Like, I feel like if someone was harshing on a celebrity now I mean, like oh look how much weight they gain like people at least people I would know would call them out and like that makes me a little bit hopeful like I think this is why Gen Z is so kind of like in our face to millennials um at least that's how we feel like they're in our face is because you know anytime anyone says anything about us like we're just reminded of all those media stories of people just being like if you're not a size zero if your hair isn't perfectly straight straight, um then you're disgusted yeah yeah definitely dang a lot has changed going back to like the whole size thing um britney spears like you remember her song peace of me 
Yeah. So there was a lyric that was um, like, oh, she's too big, now she's too thin. And honestly, that, like, you could you could not win. And honestly, that, unfortunately, still is the case today. Because mm-hmm. it's like, if somebody is like, who was it? It was Koi um, Leroy, I think her name was. And, like, she's, she's thin. Um, and she was getting shamed for being so thin. I don't know. Now I'm just like looking at everything like going on on like social media, and I'm just like, yeah, that that unfortunately is still the case. But like more people get on like people's cases if they like start saying like, oh, um, kind of fat shaming or just body shaming in general. Which great, I love it. Like now we have more ways to express like our displeasure about like how how like people are covering mm-hmm. how, how people are being covered yeah media so i got a question for you mm-hmm. um do you think it's the celebrity's responsibility to let people know when they're being photoshopped like if uh, what was her name she was on the good place but do you think it's someone's responsibility to be like Actually, this is kind of getting off topic, so maybe we... I'll skip this thought. No, because I think this kind of ties in a little bit. Okay. Um, so, like, do you think it's a celebrity's responsibility to um, say when they're being photoshopped? Like, um, Jamila Jamil? I hope I said that right. I'm sorry if I didn't. Um, but she always points out, like when celebrities aren't being like, they're like, oh, like, especially like maybe the Kardashians, um, when they're promoting like these teas that are supposed to help you lose weight, but they're like just laxatives. Like she always calls them out. And like, do you think like people like the Kardashians have a responsibility to know I got this way because I have trainers, I have access to plastic surgery, I have access to nutritionists. I think so. Maybe not all of the... Yeah, I think so. If it's, like, been photoshopped to the point where it's, like, it just looks absolutely flawless, then, yeah, I I think they do have a responsibility to just be like, hey, this was actually photoshopped, or um, whatever platform should have the option of, like, being able to hit the hidden option where it says, like, oh, this was altered. Mm-hmm. Because, honestly... There are, like, certain photos that are out there, and it's just, like, nobody, not even the person in that photo, looks like this in real life. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, you have so many, like, young people who are just, like, looking at this and just thinking, oh, I need to look like this, when really, they don't actually look like that in real life. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I feel like people should be, like, doing those, like, there was an actor who just joined the MCU. I'm really just blanking on his name. Um, but he got really ripped for the movie that he's going to be in. But, like, when he posted the photo, it's like, I'm proud of, like, how I look. But you all need to know, I had access to a trainer. Mm-hmm. This is why I look this way. And a lot of people, like, we don't have the money for personal trainers. We don't have money for, like, nutritionists. And, like, we just have to realize, like, normal people when they take in like these images, like growing up, like we never had anyone advocate and saying like, Oh, 
this really skinny girl is photoshopped like cellulite doesn't exist on all these skinny people like it exists on everyone exactly all right so let's have a little debate is cable tv dead my opinion is kind of like i can't think of a show that has absolutely wowed me like recently wowed me like when this is us premiered that really wowed me but like now i'm kind of used to it um I can't think of anything that's recently wowed me that wasn't on a streaming service. I don't think it's completely dead. It might, they might have to revamp it. Actually, no, they're definitely going to have to revamp it. Cause like everything like with the streaming service, access to shows online, like Xfinity even has like, you don't even have to like DVR anymore. Like you can just catch it on like on their app. Mm-hmm. But as for, like, TV-wise, um, I've actually found some, like, really good shows that, like, kept me interested. And, like, I've actually tuned in for, like, se- recent seasons. Prodigal Son being one. I w- didn't get into that. Oh, my God. I really, I really wanted to like it because I really like Michael Sheen. I just couldn't get into it, though. Although I really, I really liked Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. That's actually something that has wowed me recently. I haven't watched that. Although, I don't really think it's, like... It's not really a genre I gravitate towards. I mean, I went into it expecting it to be, like, a Glee 2.0. But it's... At least, I don't have any wood around me, so I'm just gonna say it, knock on wood, that it doesn't get to be like Glee. But, like, it's really good. It does a really good job, like, with incorporate in this like silly concept of like people just starting to sing into like some serious stuff like i have cried a really hard recently on some of these episodes oh yeah i think honestly a real problem um for me so um some of the shows that i've like really liked have been canceled after like one season which yeah, like, I feel like that's a problem with a lot of these cable TV shows that, like, there have been some really good, um, like, half-hour comedies that are being canceled. Like, Mom has been canceled, and it's, like, I wasn't, like, the biggest fan of it, and I feel bad saying this, but I got into it a lot more after Anna Ferris left, but I think that's why they're canceling it, because she was, like, the big draw, I guess. Mm-hmm. But Allison Janney has an Oscar. Like, she should be the big draw, Okay. They really need to stop like canceling some of these shows after like just one season because it's like, have you watched like nine one one or like nine one one most? I watched nine one one. I watched nine one one. Um, so I think I got through the first season. Mind you, I loved it, and then I don't know why I didn't keep up with like the second. They're what on the third season? Yeah, they're on the third season. I don't know why I didn't keep up with it, but like nine one one Lone Star. Again, because of 911, like immediately sucked me in. I was like, I was so excited about this. Luckily, hasn't been canceled yet. Knock on wood. There's no wood around here. It really isn't. <laughs> I wasn't lying. <laughs> it's just a habit. Yeah. But there were a few shows last year that I was watching that got canceled after like one season pissed me off and i was like "Mm." like cable tv i guess isn't like the only one kind of guilty of this i guess netflix has done this to a few shows as well Mm -hmm. but 
with a lot more going online and with like a lot more streaming services popping up, they really do need to, I guess, try and adapt and like change. Well, it's kind of hard for them to change because where Netflix can be a little bit more, um, I don't know, could be a little bit like more controversial or like stuff on cable TV have to adhere by a strict set of guidelines. Like they can't swear, they can't really get into like sex or whatever. So I think it's, I don't know, like it's possible because they've been, there have been good shows, but it's just, I don't know. I feel like kind of going back to our old topic, like that's something that's kind of like changed where I feel like a lot of the shows that are on there just like don't satisfy me mentally anymore yeah i think there have been like more shows lately that like include a wider range of topics but lately the last couple of years it's i guess they're like doing this thing i guess where it's a lot of like one genre out what's one kind of like oh no those aren't the same type of thing so one's like debris which has like um debris from like the space station like this alien um ship just like falling to earth um and just like causing these pieces of like alien technology just causing havoc in general in the world and then there was another uh what was it called um but it included this like young girl who this sheriff um, was watching over. And it turned out she was like this robot or android or just AI um, or had AI technology implanted in her. Um, Emergence, that's what it was called. And it was interesting. It had like little twists and turns and like it just got I guess more and more dangerous the further along you went into the season see Um, I've never heard of any of those shows really yeah really I just I don't know maybe like they don't maybe that's the problem with cable tv that there isn't like good enough promotions I don't know because I just never heard of either of those shows I don't know I think the biggest problem with cable tv is now everything is there's such saturation in the market like there's too many shows to watch and i even though i'm like i my go-to is streaming services for the love of god please whoever if this is going out to anyone in the universe stop making streaming platforms i cannot (laughs) afford to keep buying stuff to watch one show right i can't do it at this point it's gonna cost more than cable tv that's the problem yeah like it's just it's too much it's really i'm like i'm over here like my parents aren't paying for hulu and netflix but like i can't like there's stuff like we don't have like stars but there'll be like something on stars that i want to watch like oh i guess i'm never gonna see that i know cbs had their streaming service like all access and never going to see like the twilight zone the one that jordan peele is doing even though i hear it's really good it's just like i can't i cannot keep buying streaming services like 
I'm like trying to think of all the ones I have. Showtime Anytime, HBO Max, Hulu, Disney Plus, Netflix. Just, I know I'm forgetting some. Amazon Prime. I can't. I can't keep up with it. Yeah. There were some people like cutting off, like just like getting rid of their cable altogether in favor of like streaming services. And at this point, it's like the more and more these pop up, it's just going to get more and more expensive and just defeat the purpose altogether. Yeah. Well, I think the problem is that like people keep saying like, oh, wow, these are going to be really profitable. I don't know. I'm hoping that maybe because... We just, I think Peacock just launched and they at least have the option where you can watch it for free if you watch commercials. And like, I feel like maybe I might be fine with that. I don't know. I haven't watched a commercial in a hot minute. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, I just, there's too much stuff out there. I'm getting to a point where there's too much stuff where I just like, I can't. Yeah. Um, I forgot what channel. It was Epics. So they had this show um, with Alfred Pennyworth. Um, if anybody watched Batman, <laughs> I was a butler, but they had have him like in his youth and just like kind of like an origin story. Saw the entire first season. They're on the second season. I have to pay for a subscription and get to it. And I'm just like, no, mm-hmm. not happening. Another show I wanted to watch as well. American Gods. I have to pay for it. Not yeah. It. <laughs> and. Amazon Prime. What's the one with um? Dang it! I'm completely. What's the plot? It's the one. What's his name? Describe them. Come on. Uh. Shoot, I forget what the plot is. But um, no. So this man, he's married to this woman. She's pregnant. Um, I guess whatever war finds its way into their home and kills the woman. Is it Michael B. Jordan? Michael B. Jordan. Thank you. <laughs> um, I can't believe I forgot that. <laughs> I I can't believe it either. <laughs> Have you seen Black Panther? Like, damn. You know how many times I've rewatched that movie? Oh, my God. I'm... <laughs> Oh my god. And honestly, this is a complete and our side note, but thank you to Disney Plus for making the Falcon and, and the Winter Soldier. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes. But back to the topic. Um Yeah, the topic is is cable dead. <laughs> yes. Um I don't think it's completely dead. It's probably on its way there. Um, they really need to do better marketing with these shows, because honestly half the time i'm not finding these shows unless i'm like going through like suggest suggested things on um xfinity streaming app (laughs) yeah i mean i'm gonna just say i think i'm gonna go yeah it's on its way out like because even like thinking of like the shows that i like there are a few shows that i watch real time um when i say real time like on dvr like a day or two later but the most of the stuff that I've watched from like cable TV have been when the series is completed on Netflix. And that's my preferred method. Like I run out of time. I'm a very busy person. Um, and so like I run out of time to watch the stuff on regular TV. So Netflix is like just more, it's easy. It's more convenient. That's very unfortunate. Like saying that, that, um, 
that just out of convenience, like I prefer a streaming service to a TV show that's on air right now. Yeah. Um, even shows that are like on air, but like they're featured on a streaming service. So um, the only streaming service I actually have right now is Netflix. Um, there's a show called Queen of the South. So Netflix will release the like previous season, um, like right before the brand new season's premiering on um, on cable TV. I just wait the year and watch it because mm-hmm. um, again, I'd have to pay for like another set of channels. And the thing is, if and the worst part is with cable TV, you have to pay for like this entire package, but you're probably only watching um, what two, three channels out of the entire thing, mm-hmm. which makes no sense. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, let's wrap that up. Um, so we both are in agreement that cable TV is not exactly dead yet, but it's got to do something different. Yeah. Okay. Otherwise, it's going to go the way, the, the way of the dodo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Probably a little harsh. Very harsh. <laughs> all right. So let's wrap up our first episode. Um what are your thoughts and feelings? Just we're not going to usually talk at the end of the episode, but like since it's our first one, like I kind of want to like check in. Like, how how do you think this went? I think this went pretty well. Um, yeah, I, honestly, I like the entire experience. Like, I feel like picking the topic, like, um, or at least the way we did it. I feel like we can like do this and just have it like flow like fluidly. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm a little nervous um, since it's our first one. Like, we don't really know what we're doing. Just heads up to people listening. <laughs> um, I would like to hope that, like, maybe we can, like, bring it in a little bit, like, focus a little bit more because we have, like, the attention span of a gnat. <laughs> um, Very true. But, yeah, I mean, I'm nervous, but I'm also excited, and I think we'll get better at this as we go along. Yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely. As like we go through this, it, it'll definitely, mm-hmm. it'll definitely get more streamlined. Hopefully, hopefully. Um, yeah. So that is our first episode. I hope you've listened to this far, and um, hopefully, better things are coming. Hopefully, yeah. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.